Are you constantly playing to your own strengths or your own weaknesses? Because on today's Beautiful Mind Show, I'm gonna to talk to you about how to take advantage of it no matter what way you're doing it. Let's do it. Your mind is a beautiful thing, but if left unattended, it can get ugly real quick. If you're not constantly curating the content your mind consumes on a daily basis, then your surroundings will dictate your daily thoughts habits, behaviors, and actions. This show has only one goal, to leave your mind more beautiful than it was when you arrived. Welcome to the Beautiful Mind Show. Hey, what's going on? Thanks for joining me today uh, on this video or in podcast mode, whenever you're listening to or watching it. And I'm just super grateful to have you here. And I just want to say thank you uh, for being a fan of the show. If you've been around for a hot minute and you've been a fan, do me a favor and say fan. If it's your first time, do me a favor and say first time. Uh, the Beautiful Mind Show is something where I get to kind of go off on a little bit of a deep end journey with people and help them to understand themselves a little bit better. Uh, I don't know if you're like me at all, but I, I, I've been on kind of an interesting personal development bender for the last couple of years. And I say that in the best possible way, right? Is it should be a healthy bender, uh, but a bender of like, I didn't really want to discover more about myself, discover what I'm meant to be. I want to learn as much as I can about me so I can serve more people. If you're with me on that, do me a favor and say with you in the chat, because uh, I just think that if you really understand yourself at the deepest possible level, then you'll be able to help other people to be able to identify um, you know, what, what their gifts are and what they want to be doing. And I just think it's, it's awesome. So thanks for joining me. If you're on with me live, uh, I just, just pumped to have you here. So thanks for being on live. Do me a favor and say live if you're here. So I want to talk today about something that I think has been actually really helpful for me. And this came up because uh, I was actually working to make some new hires for our company. And the last couple hires that I've had, I've used a recruiter with our company. And they always want me to do personality assessments because they're like, Jason, you're a very strong personality. We want to make sure that whoever we match with you inside the company um, matches your uh, request of who you're looking for, but they're also complementary to who you are as an owner. Because so many times, and maybe you've experienced this in, in your life or in your business, is like, you know, there should be some level of profiling that you do. Like, you know, not everybody is meant to be together in a spouse relationship, right? There's probably people you've met that you're like, I would never want to ever live with that person for any reason. Maybe it's their personality. Maybe it's just their natural tendencies, whatever that is. Maybe they're uh, too happy and too outgoing and too engaging. You know, I, this reminds me back... <laughs> I'm selling myself out. If you're okay with this, do me a favor and say sell it, baby, in the chat uh, while we're talking. But I'm selling myself out. Uh, when I was 17, uh, I moved out from my parents' house at 17 years old and uh, moved in with my my high school sweetheart, moved in with my high school girlfriend. And I will never forget she, something that she said to me that will like live in my brain forever is we moved in together. We've been living together for about a month. And by the way, my high school girlfriend is not who I'm married to to this day to give you the uh, spoiler alert on the story. Um, we moved in together and we lived together for just a couple months. And I remember she one day she turned to me and she was like, this doesn't turn off. And I'm like, what, what do you? What are you talking about? What doesn't turn off? She said this, like you, you literally just live here at this level 10, like all the time. That, that's just, that's how you work. And I'm like, we, and we had been together for like two, three years. Like we've been together in high school years. That's a million years, right? Uh, we've been together for a lot of years. And I'm like, yeah, I'm the same person all the time. She's like, why? Well, I, I just thought that like at some point that would turn off and you would mellow out and you would kind of chill out. But you're, you're, 
you're here all the time. And it, those of you guys that know me and have been around me, I mean, I might have like, you know, occasionally I dip down, like I'm usually like 11 or 12. Occasionally I dip down to like a eight or a nine to function normal reality, but that, that's where I exist. Like I exist at that pretty high level of uh, intensity and operation. And so I, I bring that up because clearly that was not the right person for me. Now, whether you're hiring somebody for your business, you're trying to decide if you want to bring on a business partner, you want to bring on an employee, you want a spouse, you want uh, to just have somebody that you hang out with. I think getting profiles done of who you are and understanding yourself is a huge, huge benefit. Not only for you to understand yourself, but understand who you want to be around. Uh, one of the ones I talk about all the time is a book called The Five Love Languages. If you've read that book, do me a favor and say love languages. Uh, if you've read that book before, but I loved it because my wife and I went through it. We realized the differences between us and like, we are not the same person, but we're complementary to each other. We understood how to work with each other. Another really cool book that a friend of mine introduced me to a couple years ago, this book right here called Strength Finder. Apparently I bought it. Just realized I bought it at Barnes and Noble and it's 30% off. Look at me getting the deal. Anyway, uh, Strength Finder, really incredible book that talks about different ways for you to operate. And uh, I think if you, I think when you buy the book, it comes with a code you can use. Yep, look at that. Uh, it comes with a code you can use and actually take their assessment. Because usually these assessments for, uh, I think Love Languages is free. Strength Finders, you know, the cost of the book. I know there's a couple other really good ones we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about DISC, Colby A. Uh, if you have some other assessments that you really like, would you do me a favor and pop them in the comments? Like Todd Lay, I see you're on with me, man. You probably got some good assessments that you can think of as well. Pop those in there. And then another really good one that I found recently is called the Giant Assessment. That was really cool. So if you're pumped and you want to hear about some of these assessments. I just dropped out a bunch of them. We're going to talk about them in a little bit more detail. What are they? When should you use them? How do they work? And how do you make sure that um, that they're beneficial? Yeah, Todd said on here, Colby A, that's another good one. That, that's kind of like a very, very common one. I would imagine most people have heard of that, but it's really good for assessing people. And I'll even pull up some of my assessments if I can pull them up while we're talking just to share some with you because I think that they're very interesting. Um, so as we're talking about this, like I said, once you understand yourself, once you understand yourself and you realize there's some natural tendencies that you have, um, it allows you to kind of like not think of yourself like, I'll give you something that I think sometimes happens. I personally believe that uh, the things that create problems in your life or the things that people complain about around you are actually your superpowers that you haven't learned to use yet. Did, did you, I hope you caught it. I hope you heard it. Okay. Um, but the problems that you have and the issues that you have in your life are just superpowers that you haven't learned to use yet, because you know what I'm really good at. And I'll give you an example. And then we'll dive into these assessments as we uh, go through, uh, the, the podcast today, um, is one of the things that I know is that I am an excellent, like world-class champion level procrastinator. <laughs> I am, I'm the best at it. I am so good at procrastinating. I will out procrastinate anyone. I promise. If you're a procrastinator, do me a favor and say procrastinator. If you're not a procrastinator, say not in the, in the, the message we're talking right now, but I am a world-class procrastinator. And if, if I have a deadline and this, this happened to me through school, it happened to me through everything I did. Okay. Is it like, if somebody said, you've got, uh, you know, you've got a month to write an essay. I, no matter what, I would write the essay either the night before or I'd get up early and do it the morning of. Like I am I am champion level procrastinator. If they gave an award for who procrastinates better than anybody else, I'm sure I would get the award and prove me wrong. Prove me wrong, okay? Um, but what I realized is my procrastination is a gift. 
And now you guys might go, Jason, I don't want anybody who procrastinates on my team as a gift. But here's what I've learned about myself about procrastination is that I am really good at crunch time. I'm amazing at crunch time. And I'm not saying to brag on myself. I'm just telling you things that like I, I've learned about myself is that when the heat is on and there's no time left and you've got to take the winning shot or whatever that is, like I'm really good. I don't buckle under pressure. In fact, I live for pressure. My, my brain switches on under pressure. So like, you know, at the very last minute, and by the way, my team hates it. My team hates every second of that. My team who's probably watching some of this video right now, they're like, Jason, that's what we hate about you is you procrastinate, you put things off. But if we need to do something at the last minute, it's the emergency, there's a problem, something changes. Here's the thing. What I've learned is there's some people who like to plan and prepare really far out and be overly prepared. And, and I say overly because I'm, I'm, I'm the reverse of this, right? They like to be overly prepared. And then if something changes at the last minute, they completely panic. They freak out. They're concerned about it. They, they, they don't know what to do versus for me. I'm super like, if something changes at the last minute, I'm like, all right, well, here's the solution then. And I come up with an immediate solution. It doesn't prime me. It doesn't cook me. Like I'm good to go. So here's the thing. If you have a team of people, and again, if you're a business owner and you're building a team of people, it's an important thing for you to know is you got to have both people on your team. You got to have that person who's good in the clutch. Cause again, that's a superpower, right? To come in at the last minute and solve all kinds of problems. That's a superpower. But for somebody that is a planner, that's a problem. I'll give you an example. I love you, sister, if you're watching this podcast today. Uh, but my sister is one of those people who loves to get to the airport like three hours early before her flight. She'll like relax and get food and hang out and like unpack or repack. I, I don't even know what she does. I don't even know what you do with three hours at the airport before you do it. Here's how I get to the airport. I have TSA pre-check. I have global entry. I got every sort of short line. I got all the club passes, the front row seats, like whatever I can do, I'm there. Because here's how I like to do. I like to park, I like to check in, I like to cruise through security. And if I make it through security and walk down uh, to the to the gate and the gate is boarding and I can get on the plane and load, that's my favorite. It's efficient, right? It's efficient. I don't waste any time there. I get to uh, just walk right on the plane. It's the, in my mind, it's the most maximized use of my time. But that would give my sister full anxiety because she's like, you know, like she wants to be there early. And is there something wrong with my sister? No. The idea is, is that she has a certain way she wants to do it. I have a certain way that I want to do it. And both of them are strong, but are perceived by the other person to be a deficit when it's actually a superpower. Is this making sense to you guys? If it is, do me a favor in the chat and say, makes sense. If you're listening on the podcast later, just yell at your radio or your phone or whatever you listen to this on. Just yell at it and say, it makes sense, Jason. It does. So I want to talk about these profiles because there's some really good ones. Um, but here's the thing. I want to get into these profiles with you. I'm going to talk about each one of them. I've kind of get, gotten you the idea around what we're going to do. And I'm going to, I'm going to point you to some that are going to be really helpful for you. Uh, but we got to take a commercial break. When we take that, I hope you guys will check out our seven-day challenge. And I'll be right back after this short break. Would you like to have an even more beautiful mind? Well, we'd like you to have one. And we actually created a seven-day beautiful minds challenge, which is a little bit of a choose-your-own-adventure challenge for just seven days. And I really think you can do anything for seven days. It's definitely not easy, but it will be simple for you to get access to it. All you have to do is comment anywhere on this video or send me a message on social media that says seven-day, and I'll send you immediate access to not only our Beautiful Minds Facebook group, but also our Beautiful Minds Challenge, where you can go through three different areas 
areas, your mental health, your emotional health, and your physical health, and get challenges in each of those areas that'll help you get a handle on each of those areas inside your life to give you more control over what you wanna do every single day. So do me a favor, comment seven day, or send me a message on any social media, and I'll make sure I give you access to our exclusive community group, as well as access to the challenge. Thanks so much, and now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Uh, I'm Jason Everett, I'm your host, and we're talking about personality assessments, understanding uh, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, and realizing that in the right context, your weeks, your weak, your weeks, your weaknesses are actually your superpowers. Your weaknesses are actually your superpowers. How many of you think that there's some things that you absolutely suck at? And by the way, if you're brave enough, put some things in there. Um, I suck at being excessively early. I suck. Oh, I, I suck at spelling. I am a terrible speller. Uh, I, but I, I am a pretty good speaker, right? So if you look at it that way, like there's things that you do that you suck at, and then there's superpowers. Again, Use your, use your problems as your superpowers in the future. Let's talk about some of these assessments and what uh, is really powerful. So I'm gonna take you to the first one. And if we can pop this back up on the screen for me, producer Bob, I would appreciate it, is let's talk about this one. This is the DISC assessment. Um, this is a very classic assessment. I think when I did some uh, coaching work with a couple of different companies, they've talked about this DISC assessment and um, it's really powerful. It talks about, are you a dominant A trait or an I trait or a C trait or an S trait? So D is dominance, I is influence, C is conscientiousness and S is steadiness. So like, you know, I, I am not like from a steady perspective because I love uh, doing things last minute and surprises and all that stuff. I'm not very steady. I would be considered like unstable for people who like crave steadiness. I actually am a very high DI on this chart. Most of you guys probably doesn't surprise you. I'm very direct, results oriented, firm, strong-willed and forceful. Yep. And again, remember, Forceful can be good when you need it, but it can be bad if you don't. So think about this. Uh, influence, outgoing, enthusiastic. Yeah, it doesn't sound like me, right? Outgoing, enthusiastic, optimistic, high-spirited, and lively. Uh, I think I win, right? So I'm a high DI on this chart. Now, if you look at the other side, analytical, reserved, precise, private. Yeah, I'm very private, right? Doing podcasts multiple times a week. Private, systematic, steadiness, even-tempered, accommodating, patient, humble, and tactful. So here's the thing, as you look at this, right? As you look at these different traits that exist here, what ends up happening is, as, as you're looking at them, is you might relate to some of these and go, hey, I, I'm, I fall in that patient, accommodating, even tempered category. But if you want, there's assessment you go take online. I think the DISC assessment's like 50, 75 bucks. I think, I think DISC is 50 bucks. The Colby we'll talk about in a minute is about 75 bucks well worth the price point of being able to do it. Uh, Todd, who's in here right now with me, he said, we do them before hiring any team members. Like I said, we're, we're hiring some new team around our office. And um, it's, it's a great way for a recruiter to work with me and say, hey, I'm gonna go help find you somebody that's in this sort of category. And ask yourself too, right? When you're hiring somebody on your team, who do you want on your team? Do you want somebody that's a influencer or do you want somebody who's more steady? Do you want more who's dominant? Like, what do you need? Do you need somebody who's driving results or do you need somebody who's building systems? Right? So for me, <clears throat> if I'm in, in a high D, which direct, firm, strong-willed, and forceful, I need somebody else on the team who's the conscientiousness side, who can build systems for the business, who likes to analyze the numbers. It doesn't mean I can't do those things. It just means, and honestly, I, I'll t I say this, I always tell people on my team, it just sucks the life out of me sometimes to do the things that I'm not good at. Does that make sense? Like if you're not good at it, like I can, I can produce numbers and track them and I can get better at them, but that's not my superpower, man. I wanna be able to use my superpowers, right? 
So if, again, um, as you're looking at this, what are you seeing? Are you, uh, what are you? Are you a D, an I, an S, a C? What, what's coming up for you as you're seeing this? What are some of the things that you're seeing that you're like, you know, these are some that for me uh, stand out. It looks like uh, Jeff, what up Jeff? Jeff Milner says, I'm a D and a C. Yeah, totally. So you're kind of a little bit of both. And by the way, you can take the assessment and get your full workup. I'll give you the link or post it in the chats for uh, you guys. Yeah, Todd, are you a systems guy? Is that your jam? I feel like you're a systems guy from what I know of you. I feel like you're a, you're a CS. Is that right? Is that what did I did? I peg you? Um, Andrea said diplomatic in my conversations when I'm passionate about something. Yeah, completely. I get it. So that's that. Um, let me, I'm going to pull up the website. You can go on, I think it's just discprofile.com. You can go on to discprofile.com. I think you can buy them. I'll click and show you how much they are. I don't know how much they are. Let's see. Uh, just the general disc profile. Ah, so there's about 70 bucks. If you want to do the workplace profile, $72 to do disc. I do not get paid. I don't have an affiliation with disc. I just thought it was a cool assessment to show you. But let's talk about the Colby. Colby, K-O-L-B-E.com. You can go on Colby.com. Uh, and I recommend the Colby A. It's a really, really fascinating Colby A. And they've got a good video on here that explains the whole thing. But let's talk about your Colby for a second. Let's talk about your Colby assessment. Let's see if I can make this a little bigger. No, producer Bob, you're uh, trying to make this magic happen on your end. So thank you, brother, for doing that. Let's see if I can make this as big as it can be. I know it's hard to see for some of you guys, especially if you're on your phones. Um, so here's some bottom lines for Colby. Is under there's there's four categories. One's called Fact Finder. The other one's called Follow Through. Uh, and the other one's called Quick Start. By the way, I am like a million percent quick start. I'm very good at starting things. I can do it in minutes. I can usually like stir up like a tornado. I can get stuff done very quickly. And then this last one is called an implementer, an implementer, okay? So let's talk about those categories and I'm not gonna read through all this, but I wanna give you some of it. And by the way, if this stuff is helpful, do me a favor and say helpful in the chat because hopefully this stuff is like gonna get you focused on making some cool things happen. Uh, fact finder, methods of gathering and sharing information. So they, they simplify things, they explain things really well and they strategize, right? So that, and again, it says, for instance, you might create documents and instructions, review the data, edit the details. It gives you some of this information. Um, and if, by the way, if you want any of these resources, comment resources, and I'll, I'll pop these to you in a document. These are all searchable on Google, uh, but I'd love to give you the links and give you all this stuff. I think all these assessments are really, really helpful. Okay. Uh, the other one's called follow through methods of arranging and designing, right? So you're able to adapt. So you create shortcuts, revise approaches, uh, you're flexible, right? And then uh, maintain, for instance, you might package things together, monitor policies, review lists, right? Uh, systematize, for instance, you might create the plan, coordinate the needs, like you're a follow through, like you're the, you're the doer, right? Uh, on this other side, quick start. Uh, so this dealing with risk and uncertainty, risk and uncertainty. Some people have a panic attack when they hear risk and uncertainty. I jump in like I'm a, I'm a quick start if you don't know this. Okay. I'm like, I'm a massive quick start. I'm like a 10 level. I think I'm, I'm like a nine or 10 quick start. What that means is I'm really good at dealing with risk, evaluating risk, handling uncertainty, walking into it. Like my background, just to give you some example, I used to do improv and sketch comedy. That's all risk and uncertainty. You literally walk into a room with no plan and you entertain people for hours. That's crazy, right? And I do it all the time when we do events and on stage or whatever, is I jump in and um, and like just just can take a training and do all kinds of cool things without any sort of massive plan for it. Obviously I have some plan, but I, I'm good in an uncertain space. So uh, there's a stabilizing. For instance, you might create 
uh, standards or create precedents, clarify deadlines. But on this end, on the innovative side, for example, you create urgency, uh, you initiate change, you improvise solutions. No, no joke there, right? You experiment, you ad lib stories and presentations. Like that's, that's all me. I'm in this jam right here, right? So you maybe might be the modifier, the stabilizer, the innovator. And again, I, I didn't mention this earlier, but on, on a quick, when you're a quick start, you're either on one side or the other, you're either the stabilized quick start or you're the innovative quick start. I'm on the innovative quick start side, an implementer. They're an envisioner. Uh, they create abstract images, uh, conceptualize solutions. Uh, they capture the essence of something. Maybe they restore, they create simulations, or maybe they're in the, so that's the restore side or protect. They produce quality solutions. They display prototypes. They can knock out all those things. So here's what's fascinating about all this. No matter what category you're in, you've got an amazing puzzle that you can build uh, a puzzle piece you can build a business with. So when you have multiple people on your team, wouldn't it be a good idea of like, hey, you're really good at envisioning, let's yet let you do that part. Or hey, you're really good at modifying things, let's get that over to you. Like, wouldn't it be helpful to know more about your team so you can, instead of run around being pissed or upset about people who have perceived deficits on your team, you're like, well, that Karen, sorry, I didn't mean to use Karen. If you're an actual Karen, I'm making a Karen joke. Uh, but if, if you know that Karen, she only does things this way, but what are the things that she does that are really good? You can help out, right? What are those? Uh, the next one I want to talk about, and I'm going to jump into it too, uh, is called uh, strength finder. I mentioned this one, uh, strength finder. There's four domains for uh, team strength. Oh, I forgot to tell you, uh, I just mentioned it real quick. Is this Colby? Make sure you go to colby.com. Again, I don't get paid for any of this. I'm just pointing it to you. Uh, and then Strength Finder is a Gallup, Gallup the poll company, G-A-L-L-U-P.com. Uh, you can go find your uh, test there. And if you order the book, you can get it that way. Uh, all right, so let's jump in here. Uh, four domains, executing, influencing, relationship building, and strategic thinking. So when you look at these, you got to figure out, what am I better at? Am I a good achiever? Am I good at significance? Am I a good developer? Am I good at uh, learning? Like, what are the areas? And again, man, you can start to amalgamate this perfect picture of yourself, and it, it really puts you in a good spot. Um, I just realized as I'm, as I'm rocking through the podcast, I want to make sure I uh, know how much time's left on here. I'm running out of time for the podcast. But hopefully all of these things are starting to give me uh, or give you some sort of clue and semblance for where you are. And, and you get this idea of what's possible for you. The last tool I want to give you, and again, I didn't go too deep on Strength Finder, but I want to give you one more tool before I cut out of this podcast. One of the ones I've recently taken that I thought was really, really good is called the Five Voices Assessment. I want to do this one for you too. Five Voices. Um, this Five Voice Assessment uh, it's from giant.tv. So you go to giant.tv slash assessments. You can go find it there or look for their five voices assessment. And we did this with our entire team. And it talked about all kinds of things. And they're very easy questions. Like usually I have ideas running around in my head at any given moment. And I can often go off on tangents to lose people in conversation. Do you agree or disagree? I'm a strong agree on that one. I can do that on the podcast a hundred times. I'm running with so many ideas. I have so many things to share with you guys. I'm all over the place. But if you can follow that, and it's helpful for you, right? That can be a strength because it can be more entertaining or educational or it can be powerful or create that urgency, right? So find the places that those strengths can be utilized as strengths. Uh, so anyway, just a couple other assessments I wanted to give you is that giant.tv. It's a really good one. But I, I hope you catch this. And if you get nothing else out of this podcast, I, I want you to get this today. You know, I used to work... Um, as a ballroom dance teacher. It was one of my very first like uh, jobs that I had. 
And I love dressing up, wearing really cool clothes, you know, going out and interacting with people. I'm a very hands-on person. So I love like, you know, interacting with my hands and, and, you know, like dancing and moving my body and extroverting myself and performing. Like, I love that stuff. I loved it. And I got out of my strength. I got out of my sweet spot because I also love marketing. So I got a job in marketing and advertising. And even though the parts of that job that I liked was we'd go to concerts and I'd see performances on stage, but I was in another division. I was in sales and marketing. And even though that's still an outgoing personality, I will never forget uh, one of my old managers, a guy by the name of Henry Grambergue. I will never forget that name. Henry Grambergue sat down with me one day and he said, Jason, the way you dress and how big your personality is, it just doesn't work around here. I need you to tone it down. I need you to wear more blue suits, more gray suits, white shirts, blue shirts. I need to tone you down. And he, and I'll never forget what he said. He said, because I cannot put you in front of our best accounts. You're too much for them. So he said, and I remember that really changed me for a couple of years where I was like, oh man, well, I guess I want to be more successful. I'm going to have to tone it down. I'm going to have to ramp down my personality. I'm going to put on the, the blue shirt and the white shirt and I'm going to have to do all this other stuff. And I was like, all right, that's what's going to take me successful. I'll do it. Have you ever been put down by somebody else? Do me a favor and say put down in the chat if you ever have. And then magically years later, as I started doing training and coaching and getting involved in the world, and people always ask me like, Jason, how'd you get involved with the Florence Boss Base? And I was like, you know, I actually would think I was adopted by them because I've always loved this performance artistry sort of thing. And like, I've loved being in that space of creatives and just all this like outward attention and focus and like helping people see how beautiful they are and what they can do. Like, I love it. Right. And my personality lends itself to that arena. And so when I got involved with the salon and spa space, I started doing training for Massage Envy and Redkin and L'Oreal and Matrix and all these other amazing places. Right. I got involved with all these other really incredible places. And I'm like, Hey, these are my people. Like these are the people that look at what other people perceive to be my deficits and they see them as strengths. Like they celebrate that I like to wear crazy clothes and like be outgoing and be friendly and hug everybody that I interact with. And I was like, these are my people. Like I found some more people that are like me. And just like the, the, uh, like the best analogy I can give you is the, the good old, like ugly duckling story, right? Is the ugly duckling. They're like, God, you're an ugly duck. And then they find out later that duck is a swan. What is your swan story? What's your ugly duckling story? Do you have a moment that you were in the wrong position in life and you thought there was something wrong with you, but there was nothing wrong with you. It was just the position that you were placed in was wrong because I just feel like sometimes you got to change your location. Sometimes you got to change your, your zip code in your brain. Sometimes you got to change your attitude towards yourself. I think when you do things like these disc assessments, Colby, Strength Finders, Giant, it helps you celebrate who you are instead of put down or suppress who you are. So if you want to celebrate instead of suppress, celebrate who you are by learning more about who you are, and it'll help you stay on the right path to uh, not only making the money that you want, but having the lifestyle that you want, having the friends you want, the spouse you want, significant other, the children that you want, and work in the place that you want. Hope today's Beautiful Mind Show left your mind more beautiful than it was when we started, because that's the goal. Have a great day and stick, stick around for another show. Go catch another one right now or just wait for us to release one next week. Thanks, guys, for being here. Have a great day. See ya.
Thanks for joining us on today's show. If you wanna get access to our seven day Beautiful Minds Challenge, you can either comment below and just say seven day and I'll shoot you the information so you can get immediate access to that or find me on any social media and just send me the message seven day and I'll make sure I get that out to you right away. And if you really enjoyed today's show, it would do me a huge favor if you went online, whether it was Spotify, Pandora or iTunes or any sort of podcast platform that you can find us on and search for The Beautiful Minds Show, subscribe to our channel and then make sure you give us a rating. Every time you give us a rating, it helps us get more eyeballs on our show and help more people have a more beautiful mind. Thanks again for joining us.